Father, later in God, in the word that you've given them to give to us, Father, let our hearts be open to receive. And we just thank you for all your many blessings. Forgive us of all our sins and just be with us here on today. In Jesus' name, amen. He knows my name.
in the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Let everybody say amen. For those of you sitting in with your mask on, thank you, smile. For those of you at home, thank you, smile. Amen. Our sermon topic for take sides. God takes sides. My beloved, this song, this song, this song, this poem, uh, describes the great lesson, the great lesson and the great blessing of knowing that God is on our side. Listen, to live life to the fullest and to then have eternal life, we must have the law on our side. Come on now, come on now. So therefore, we must we even must readily recognize and acknowledge that God is the one. God is the only one. Come on now, come on now. We need and must have come on, now. on our side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can hear somebody asking. They saying, why? Why God? Why God? Why? Well, I'm so glad you had. Because only, here and there, only the Lord God Almighty can defend us against the foes that come against us in this world. Because if the Lord is on our side, then we will never be defeated up against the forces that come against us in the world. The Lord is on our side, then we will never be defeated by our enemies or our circumstances. God. God will defend us. Amen. I say God will defend us. Amen. God will rescue us yeah. when we fully recognize that as Christians, God will save us. Amen. When we really recognize that being a Christian is something of utmost importance, then and only then will we enjoy life and give glory to God and and have the victory. Only, only as a Christian can we say for sure, victory is mine. Come on now, come on now, come on now. Amen. I hear the amens out there. Victory yeah. Yeah. is mine. This scripture lesson ran into our hearing is asking, what if God had given up on us? Amen. What if God didn't take us? And then it answers that question by describing what would happen and how bad it would be. But, but oh, praise the Lord, he has not ever given up uh -huh. on us. Uh -huh. You know how I know? Because you still here. Come on now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's not giving up to people who are against us, people who don't care when you're hurt. He's not left us in the hands of wicked people who hate God. We are not left to the mercy of wicked governments. In our culture, that hate Christians, God has not given up. They have given up on us to be torn by their teeth because God is on our side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, beloved, it really, it really 
concerns me. It concerns me that today so many people don't realize the necessity of becoming a Christian. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. But you know, they say in the last 50 years, people have just walked away from the church interest things. But now God has revealed to us you don't have to be inside the church. You do have to be on the road with the church, but you don't have to be inside the church. Come on now. For him to see you and know you and know you by name because becoming a Christian now, we're going to get all kind of insurance and other things, but becoming a Christian is our real covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got heads against the devil. The devil is out to get everybody, the non-Christian and the signed up Christians too. Oh yeah, I know how easy it is to get those who are not Christians, so he doesn't worry about them. He already has them. How am I dealing with that as soon as we become a Christian, we automatically become a target of the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, devil yeah. becomes our greatest
in the church. You know, as a pastor, one of the things I have learned and learned over these 45 plus years is discernment. Uh huh. Uh, some people don't like me. I know why. It's that spirit. Oh, God. <laughs> but it happens because everybody in the church is not necessarily saved. There's a story, you know, about a student in seminary who was taking lessons, and of course, sometimes in seminary, they try to uh, demythify the Bible and tell us some things not true. They just did so. A uh, man said the devil teacher was. The devil was a myth, and the student said he believed that he believed no such thing as the devil. And then he got appointed to his first church. Changed his whole mind. He told somebody, Oh, I met him for myself. I met, I met the devil for myself at the church. Oh, Lord, help us up and get it. The wicked just strut about on every side. And they say, and their nastiness is exalted above the sons of God. And the Bible says, evil is praised throughout the land. Why did this preaching define our nation of our culture today? Oh, listen. Listen, our scripture lesson today. In Psalm 124 says, the battle against us who love the Lord is so great that if God had not been on our side, all our enemies would have swallowed us alive. Somebody need to know that's true. The waters would have completely swept over our soul. We would have been drowned in the flood of opposition. They would have just torn us apart. Do you know people who just have a basket? You know people who just have a maid? Child of God, these expressions, they fit perfectly, you know, they, they talk about the danger that we face of being overwhelmed and overpowered and ripped apart by forces or people who oppose us as Christians. Psalm 124 begins by Exhorting us to realize the danger that would be in. We would be in if the Lord were not on our side. So it begins if, if the Lord had not been on our side. Or what if the Lord had not been on our side? And then it repeats it twice, emphasizing the importance of this one thought. Because many times we forget how bad things would be if God were not on our side. Well, what if God had not saved us? What if Jesus had not died for us? What if we were still falling out of sin? What if God had helped us when our enemies turned against us with the intention to ruin us so far away? Which child of God? We just need to consider, we just need to consider just how bad things would be if God was not on our side. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And so, beloved, it's by considering the fearful and frightful reality of being swallowed alive, drowned by a flood of opposition, torn by our enemies' teeth. This 
psalm is not a song of discouragement. In the midst of all of that reminder of the things that could have happened to us if we were not children of God, that scripture is still not a sad, depressed scripture. Can you remember a time, beloved? Can you remember a time when you were really in a place where you felt that nobody cared? When you were really in a place that you felt you should not have really been or with people you should not have been with? And here you are today worshiping and praising God. We have all escaped from bad situations, from bad people. That's what the Word of God says. If the Lord is our helper, what can mere humans do to us? Stop letting people stress you out. We Christians, we have escaped from the guilt and the shame of sin. We have escaped from the wages of sin and eternal death. There's a, there a song. The song says, tragedies are commonplace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just love that song. It's so rough. All kinds of disease. People are just slipping away. Economies down, people. Say. Economies down, people can't pay, get enough jobs, ain't nothing they can do. People sick, people dying, people. All I can say is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done yes. for me. Yes. Who is Well, verse 8 tells us, it says, Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. See, people think they so much, and all you have to think about, can you make a heaven and earth? Can, 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 you, can you make a fly? Can, can you make a bee? Can you create a baby? Pop your hand. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Our help is from the supreme being, the supreme power, the supreme judge. Our help is from the maker of heaven and earth. You see, when we trust in God, we are trusting in the almighty creator. Only he can fully, fully, totally completely help us. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Oh, we forget sometimes who God is because we are so often to ourselves and we love the fact of the things that we can make. Oh, we can make some things, but we have to remember all the things that we make came from some element that God had already created. Help me up in here now. I want to use Psalm 124 to speak to the broader theme throughout Psalms of the whole Bible. The word 
justification, justification. When he's saying words, people don't understand. Justification. Ah, justification means to make us just right. It means that God justifies God's people. No matter what happens, God will make things right for those who love him and trust him. The Old Testament book of Isaiah in chapter 54 says, no weapon that is formed against us, not them, against us, will prosper. And every tongue that accuses us in judgment, God will condemn. This is our heritage. And their justification is from me, declares the Lord. God will rescue his people from wicked people who seek to harm us. We are promised that over and over and over in the Bible from cover to cover. Psalms 3, 1 through 3 says, Lord, how many are my foes? Lord, how many rise up against me? Many are saying of me, God will not deliver her. God will not deliver him. Oh, but you, Lord, you, Lord, I must remember, you are a shield around me. You are my glory. You are the one who lifts my head. Oh, the head of high Christian. God not only delivers us, God bestows glory on us. Psalms 34, 21 through 2. Those who hate the righteous, they're the ones who will be condemned. But, 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 the Lord redeems. He redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him. When you take refuge in God, you will not be condemned. Listen, child of God, listen. When we hear words like that, we need to be relieved. You know, sometimes I look at Christians today, I'm keeping myself, we're too stressed out, child of God. We're just too stressed out. We're depressed. You know, we need some medicine. Antrim creeps. We're not doing well today. We complain a lot. You know, but we need to be relieved and restored, undergirded by the truth of God's word. Not the ABC News, not the CBS News. Not those are the most depressing things you can look at. That will make you depressed. I'm talking about God's word. Hearing the message ought to do something for our heart and our soul and our mind and our spirit. Listen, as Christians, we need to be less upset and less fearful about people being against us. We need to be actually see that our status with God is what really really matters. The Lord is on my side. I don't care. The Lord is on my side. That's why I will not fear. What can man do to me? What shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who? Who? Who can be a gangster? Who will bring a charge against God's elect? God won't. He's the one who justifies us. Jesus won't. He's the one who died for us and intercedes for us. People can bring charges and lies and this and misunderstanding about us, but this God is on our side. What does it have? Sometimes I think we 
we worship people and not worry about what they do, worry about what they say. We worry about worry about God got them. This battle is not yours. This battle is not mine. It's the Lord's. I gotta listen carefully. I'm not saying you shouldn't accept loving correction from certain people. And make sure certain people, one thing I don't do is listen to everybody. Selected like Jesus was. I pick on myself. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm talking about people who condemn us. You don't want them around you. We need to focus on our status with God. Not on what people say or think about us. Can I get an amen? amen. Therefore, we can just relax, relax. Hey, we can stop wringing our hands. We can be happy. I'm a Christian in the midst of all this mess. I'm just chilling. <laughs> Chill out. Because there will be a day. There will be a day when God steps in and deals with those who mock us, despise his word, and throw their sin and mistreat his people. Then ring the bell loud and people, God is not dead. Nor does he sleep. The wrong shall fall. The right prevail. Jesus said, shall God not even the Lord for his own elect who cry out day and night to him, the end of the wicked is defeat and destruction. The end of the right living person is victory and safety and joy forever. Joy forever. There is joy in his presence. God will rescue his own. So hold on. Keep the faith. Keep hope alive. Yeah. And then I'm closing. I just want to say this. It's not, it's not wrong to want revenge. <laughs> but you can't do everything that you want. And you can't do everything that you think about. You can just say, delete. <laughs> Oh, it's not wrong to want revenge, but but we yes, we don't need to want it because we can take our revenge or return evil for evil or insult for insult. We don't have to do that, God. Did you know that God will take care of our enemies? Did you know that? And see, we want to do it too fast. We got to do it, God. We, we might not even be here to see it, but it will. You mess with one of God's children, and one of them is going to tell you that's that's a dangerous thing to do. That's a dangerous thing to do because we are we are made in God's image to love and forgive and look to God to take care of everything else. Vindication, judgment, and vengeance belongs to God. And not to us. Knowing this takes a huge burden off of us, I'm telling you. You can think in your mind, God will get you and then you go to sleep. I can't <laughs> oh, glory to God. Oh, wow. Your day is coming. I'm going to, to the river. <laughs> <laughs> 
God, I got something for you. I'm gonna go walking. Knowing this is a human burden for all of us. You know, it allows us to leave things in God's hands. We need to get to we want to fix everything. We act like God doesn't even exist, child of God makes her. Why can't you just say, God, I'm gonna leave this with you? He knows your pain. And just walk away and trust God. Trust God. We don't have to get back again either. You've heard me say before, a eyeball line, a two foot two, everybody be walking around smacking with the bun. <laughs> and a word. God said, God said, I got this. God said, I fix this. If they mess with you, they messing with me. That's what God in other words, scripture promises that we can be humble and we can be forgiven and obedient because God does defend his people. Oh, Jesus will come back and judge the world. And Jesus will rule over the new heavens and the new earth. And no one who practices evil will be allowed to enter, but only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. No, everybody can't go to heaven. That's what made for everybody. Or some people don't even want to go to heaven. And if they did end up there, it wouldn't be heaven no more. <laughs> oh, my dear ones. This is so important that you have your name written in the Lamb's book of life. How can you be going through all of this and your name ain't on somebody's church row? You don't even have to come in the building anymore. God's a good God. He loves us just that much to fix it to where it's available to every single body. And you can't put your name in the Lamb's book of life. You got it in all the credit cards and the IRS and the PBS and all that. Your name is everywhere. Everywhere but on the church wrong. You better get it right. Because that just is the most important place. Your name ought to be always in Jesus. And in Jesus alone, God is God is on our side. If anybody asks you who you are, you know, we got to stop. We got to come on out. And if I say, you know what? What do you do? I love the Lord. Who, who did you say you, you were? What's your name? Christian. Who are you again? I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of the Lord of Sanctified. Filled with the Holy Ghost. I am found in these words. I'll tell you over and over again. For the Lord, 
church folk got to see me. Because the truth is,
the sleepless nights. Yeah. Some of the things that you've been through would have killed somebody else who wasn't a Christian. Yeah. Come on now. Some of the things that happened to us would have put us in a mental institution if it hadn't been for the Lord who was on our side. You better get it right. You better get it right. You better get it right. If it had not been. If it had not been, I thank you, Jesus. If it had not been, I glorify you, Lord. If it had not been for you, I love you, Lord. If it had not been for you. And now I know I won't even ever be in here. Even when I leave this earth, because of God, I will be whole. His face. I will have eternal life. And I thank you, God, for being on our side. Oh, give that. Lord, hand church are open. It's God's church. We invite those of you, if you're here, to come. If you're at home, we invite you to go to our website and fill out the form to join the church. But we want you to know that we are here and God is available to you. If you want to give, and we encourage you to give. Stop spending so much money on self-help books and spending no money on the word of God. Ain't nobody helping but Jesus. Pay your tithes and your offerings before you go by the living school. Pay your tithes and your offerings because God said do that. Then obedient, get a job. Look at my job, get a job. Look for attention, get a promotion. The doors of God's church are open. And we invite you to, to give. You go on our website and give. Make it to where the money will come out of your account automatically every month. Because where your treasure is, there's your heart. Also. Never complain about the money you give to the church if you're not complaining about the money you give to Uncle Sam. Help your finger. God's not going to force you. God's not going to beg you. He just says, do it. And so if you join the church, welcome, 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 welcome. Forgive your tithes and your offerings. God loves a church. There will be a way on the way out to give your money. We ask as you leave to leave orderly as the ushers direct you. 
We still encourage you to throw kisses and give air hugs and make no physical contact while you're here. Just a way of being careful. We don't want anybody to get sick because of something we did that was not safe. We invite you to trust God and believe in God, but not to test Him. We don't want to do things that would test God any more than we would walk out in front of a car and expect Him to stop the car from hitting us. So just be careful. Just hurt you this week. Take care of yourself because God will love you. God will give us and will keep us, He'll restore us. He's not through with us. He's not through with us. And so as you leave this place, leave knowing that the God we serve, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who brought light into darkness and created miracles out of a mess. That God. The God with all power, all knowledge, all wealth, a God who is in charge of all things. That God is on our side. Because we Go in peace now, knowing that you are loved. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, let the church say. Amen.